Well, welcome today to this Society of Sports Therapists video interview. My name is Dr. Kevin Campbell-Khan and I'm a director of the Society of Sports Therapists. I'm sure you're probably aware and I hope you've been enjoying our regular updates during this lockdown period. Today you join me for an interview with a former student of mine, Luke Robertson. He graduated in 2019 and he's forged a fantastic career within football um, in a very, very short space of time. Luke, do you want to tell us about your new role you've got in Sweden? Yeah, so uh, I've been appointed the head of physical performance slash head therapist of a suppression team, uh, so the equivalent of the championship. Uh, their team name is AFC Eskilstuna. Fantastic. So, um, and uh, obviously you say that's the kind of the, the equivalent level, is it, to the um, mm -hmm. Champions League. Um, obviously, you've really hit the, the ground running with your career. Do you want to tell us about what first inspired you to study sports therapy? Yeah, so uh, I was at a sixth form sports college and uh, there was a sports therapist there who would be assessing the injuries on like an injury clinic on a Wednesday and then also do some games as well. And uh, just seeing him and how he worked sort of inspired me into the industry. I'd spend most of my time there rather than doing other lessons that I probably should have been doing. Uh, helping him assess injuries, check injuries, he'd be teaching me everything and then his, his favourite anatomy little quizzes would come along. So my anatomy soon become to a fairly decent standard just because it's constantly drilled into me from then. But that sort of created my passion from there. And then he he recommended I apply to university, um, went through university, ended up on your course at Bucks New University, which was fantastic. Facilities were great. And uh, yeah, from then it's just carried on going and going throughout my university experience. Fantastic. Yeah, it's nice. I think a lot of people usually have those sorts of inspiration. And I remember mine, my uncle kind of pushed me in, in to look at the area. Uh, and then, you know, I, I, my career sort of area really developed when I had placement experience with Dave Jones. That just drove me really in, in, into, um, into kind of shaping a lot of the things that we did then at Bucks that, that hopefully helped you in, in yours. So perhaps tell me more about your placement experience then and how you use the connections um, to evolve uh, over over the past year into the job that you've got now. Yeah, definitely. So um, throughout university, obviously, they've got some great partnerships with the likes of Wickham Wanderers and Watford FC. So you spend a lot of time there with, uh, well, you can spend a lot of time there, sorry, with the under-23s, the 18s, and then Wickham Wanderers on the first team. Um, but they also have sports injury clinics that we can work in. And then I also outsource my own placements with the person who mentored me through sixth form as well. So I spent time at his his clinic which was fantastic he uh he'd often leave me just be like get on with it assess the injury throw me right in at the deep end come back i'd then relay everything I, i'd found uh relate it back to him and we'd come to a, a probable diagnosis with each other which was fantastic because it wasn't me just sitting there watching other practitioners do it it was me hands-on experience placement hours which was fantastic um and then in my second year of university once i'd create uh, once i passed the uh pitch side qualification that that you offer uh, I took a role with Aylesbury United, who are a step four non-league team in England. Um, so throughout my whole, the rest of my studies, I was working with them on a Saturday for their game days. Sometimes they play on a Tuesday as well, and as well as attending training. So I'd, I'd basically help them out if they was ever injured. So that, again, threw me in at the deep end. I'm a lone practitioner in that environment and really helped me grow. Uh, and then networking since then, I've, I've kept in contact with you. We speak quite often if I'm ever stuck with an injury, I think. You're probably bored of me messaging now sometimes if I've got an injury that's a bit tricky, but you always give me some great advice. And uh, yeah. 
Fantastic. So, so that's, that's uh, I think that's a, a really nice link there as well in terms of placements. You know, the, the society obviously, you know, we have a, a minimum requirement of two hundred hours. Although, you know, we always highlight, um, hopefully, in all, all of the universities that that's just a minimum. So, it's the idea is you try and do as many as you can in as many areas as you can, so that you can really expand your contacts and, and experiences once you then get into the to the world of working and really it means that you're all, you're already kind of hitting the ground running with with doing those sorts of um, that sort of work um it's, it's great to also see someone you know thriving in the industry and, you know working in sport um how do you think your degree perhaps more of the the sort of the topic areas and the things that you studied how do you think that that prepared you for the work that you're doing now yeah so um obviously in sport in the sports therapy degree you cover sports science uh aspects of like biomechanics uh fitness testing that side of things but then you've also got your uh multidisciplinary team sort of stuff where you're doing your assessments and learning to speak to other people the communication is huge since coming out here we've got two club doctors that i'm having to speak to constantly referrals for mris uh surgeons as well trying to speak the language out here is not great luckily they all speak english which is good but uh but the course really helps you out massively because I can speak with the sporting director, the club owners, the, the coaches. We can then talk with the fitness coaches and change the workloads of the players, all because of the, the sort of sports science topics that we also cover in our first couple of years. So, really good. That's great, and, that, and that's that's obviously that, that really harks back to um, to back in the the very early nineties when when the the idea behind sports therapy was was developed to looking at the sports science element alongside the musculoskeletal um, kind of therapeutic area and, and combining that together so that you have that knowledge, as you say, to, come, to, to have a cover and understanding and ability to converse with all those sorts of areas. So, so what's, what's next up for you? What, what, what are your plans? Um, so I'm here till the end of the season, at least, as a minimum, which is, is great. I'm loving my time here at the moment. Unfortunately, because the coronavirus, there's no fans, so I haven't really felt a, a match day atmosphere out here yet. But um, I'd like to probably do another season out here. Uh, essentially stay at this club if, they, if they'd like to keep me or maybe move to another. But uh, the plan is to definitely stay at this club because I'm really enjoying my time here at the moment. Um, and then maybe a bit further down the line, do a master's. Um, I'm not sure in what yet. Potentially uh, sports medicine. And then also I'd love to do a, maybe a few guest lectures here and there, go in, tell my story sort of thing. Or if I sort of specialise in one area, or I wouldn't say specialise, but if I seem to have a lot of injuries in one area, sort of maybe go in and do some death talks like that. That'd be great. That's a great plug. I'm sure that there'll be some of the, uh, the university lecturers watching and they can uh, <laughs> earmark you for some of those. Um, so what recommendations do you have for, for our members who may be looking to develop their pathways, both in terms of the student members and perhaps as well as, as the already qualified members who, who are just sort of looking for, what else can I do and inspire myself to move forwards? Definitely. Um, well, I'll start with the student members. While you're at uni, sort of definitely keep in contact with as many of your lecturers as you can. Go above and beyond. Go to as many placements as you can. Do everything you can. Like I'm, when I was back in England, I had placement students on 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 long way. I had placement students on uh, in with me in the clubs, and I, I loved it. I still keep in contact with them today because I had the little quizzes back when I was learning. I drop them a few quizzes sometimes to check how they're getting on and check they're developing well. Um, so that's great. Really, just if you find a practitioner that you know you can work well with, really thrive off them and keep going back to them. Ask, seek guidance, ask loads of questions. Um, for, the, for the members that are already qualified, there's loads and loads of CPD out there to constantly 
develop your knowledge because no one ever knows anything everything you're constantly going to develop as a therapist um don't ever turn down a scenario or a possible a job offer like when i first came out to sweden i was with the division two team and the money wasn't great it was pretty bad i've probably taken a pay cut coming from england over here but a couple of months later i've then been headhunted by this club and brought into this club with a great role in a fantastic league so really don't cross don't burn any bridges sorry take any opportunity that sort of comes around Thank you. Um, so for a bit of reflection, or I suppose maybe looking at it as words of wisdom, if you were to go back and talk to your 18-year-old self, what advice would you give to teenager Luke? And would you do any of what you've done? Would you do it differently at all? Um, pretty cliche to say, but I don't think I would change anything drastically because it's made me where I am today, made me into the person I am today. I know when I first got to university, as many, as many students find out, they quite like the uh, social and party aspect of it. So I definitely probably say still do that because it's a massive part of the university, but cut it down a bit and really focus on the degree because then three years go so quickly. And what, once you pass that, you're going to be like, ah, oh, I missed that lecture. Crap, something comes up and you really need to know about that certain individual topic and you weren't there because you've gone out the night before. Or so really do focus on it, but still enjoy the whole university that, uh, experience that's on offer. Yeah, couldn't agree more. It's about trying to strike that balance, isn't it? And uh, as I'm sure you're finding now, it's about continuing to strike that balance for the rest of your life between work yeah. and play. And you don't switch and... off. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you for that, Luke. I'm sure our members are going to appreciate the, the good news story. And, and obviously, back in the in the UK here, we're we're looking. Well, I think things are, are starting to get a little bit more normal, and lots of industries are starting to um, to, to to return. Uh, people suddenly get more haircuts, so um, yeah, things are really yeah. starting. <laughs> people at least look. Best thing a, about being in Sweden, <laughs> <laughs> haircuts are open. <laughs> well, I, I hope this was inspirational to anyone thinking about becoming a sports therapist, and maybe also help some of our members in terms of looking to, to develop their ideas. And I, I know that you'd be very welcome to people contacting you. Um, the yeah, society definitely. wishes you well in your career. Obviously, we're here for for all of your all of our members, all of our student members, and, and full members. So please do stay in touch. And, and Luke, we wish you the very best. Thank you very much.